Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your What's up, fool, man? How was your weekend, man? What it was you good, do? bro. What you, you do? Hanging out with the little guy. What you do? All torso. What do you mean? We got back on Sunday, dog. From where? From fucking Austin, dick. Austin, yeah, the, the floods. I forgot we were there for the floods. You were there, dog. We missed the Wednesday show because it was all floody, man. The whole club flooded. They had to remove cut the man. It was tore up, man. The green room was tore up. They had nothing in there. I man. never re- recognized that green room as being not tore up, though. And it know? was all tore up, man. I almost took that Stephen Wright poster. Who <laughs> said almost? We got we, we to give a shout-out, bro, to our to who, top countries that listen to us. It's Canada. Well, of course, our top hey. listeners are the United States of America right USA. here. USA. USA. Followed by Canada. United Kingdom, Japan, Australia, France, Germany, Mexico, Peru, New Zealand. What's up, Kiwis? What's up, fools? And India, bro. We got India. India? Yeah. Blowing it up like nitro. Fucking the UK. Oh, and shout out to um, Emilio from San Fernando Valley. This fool listened to to every episode a hundred times. Oh, are you serious, fool? What's up, Emilio? What's up, fool? And all your people, all your countries yeah, that I mentioned, um, 
If you have a Twitter, man, hit us up, man. Give us a shout out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So what's up? Would you like? Have, did you have a good time in Austin? It was cool, fool. But it was like fucking. It was weird. The fucking, you know, the no for show. The thunderstorm. Never heard shit like that before. Shit. Well, I was driving yesterday, man, on in Echo Park, and some car pulled over next to me, and it was the same type of car I drive. So you know, so I was looking at it. You know, okay, I knew what year it was. And then he, he looked over at my car. He goes, "Hey, nice car, man. I have one too." You know, I just noticed the idiot. So very nice car, right? And then he goes, um. He goes, um, yeah, man, it's my birthday. I said, all right, happy birthday. Then he starts to recognize who I was. Then I, he starts to try to drive away, and I go, what's up, fool? Fool, that fool's chasing me to the freeway, bro. <laughs> He's trying to catch up. I see him gonna pull over for a photo, bro. Like, we're on the fucking two north. He's fucking chasing me, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck? Determined, He's not... though. So I just fucking kept going, dude. Luckily, I had, I had more gas than that fool. You had an out-of-vehicle experience, dog. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Fools are chasing me in the freeway, man. What's up with that shit, dog? Look at ghetto paparazzi, dog. So we have the same shitty car. <laughs> You're all stoned or what? You're all quiet. I'm chilling, dude. What's up, fool? What's up, bro? You wearing your exterminator suit, dog? Nothing, dog. I just fucking crawled out of a fucking attic and just showed up here, dog. It looks <laughs> like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's up, uh, fool? We got Ty Rivera, dog. What's up, Ty? What's, What's up? up, Ty Rivera? All the way from Wichita. You're not from Wichita. You're from Kansas, Arizona. right? No, I'm from Arizona. My parents lived in Garden City for a while. Oh, I thought you were originally from Garden City. No. I did a one-nighter over there, man. Beer is cheap there. They give it away for free, huh? So what's up, fool, man? Would you go ahead? Nothing, man. He was over there falling asleep during the story. He had nothing to add to the Volvo, to the story. <laughs> He did Put me in the back. Like, yeah, man. he did cut. He, he, he had nothing, man. Out a of nomad. vehicle experience. Even, like, even the guy turned off the podcast. The engineer turned off after after that bit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Or whatever. What? Fuck that story. <laughs> it sucked. What part of Arizona are you from, Ty? I'm from, well, I was born in Phoenix, raised in Casa Grande, which is halfway between Phoenix and Tucson. Okay. You like tamales? I love tamales. You know who also likes tamales? People in La Puente. You know La Flor de Jalisco? We had to mention last week. They have fucking every Friday and Saturday, they have tamales there, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah, fool. Are you still vegan? Yeah, I'm still vegan. So how do you eat tamales? I don't eat them, but I got to announce vegan that. Vegan tamales. I, I got to eh? announce that. that <laughs> I got to announce that La Flor de Jalisco in La Puente has tamales now on weekends. Because that's our advertisers, they support the show. You like pan dulce? Yes, no pun intended. You like pan dulce? Yes, I do. You like pan dulce or you like pan bimbo? You like pan bimbo or pan dulce? Pan dulce. I like pan dulce. I, I love pan dulce, man. Anyways, you know who also likes pan dulce? Our listeners who live in La Puente, who like going to La Flor de Jalisco. La Flor de Jalisco. You know, man, it's funny, we don't have no sponsor. And we have a listener who called up the show and said, hey, man, I really support your show. I want to keep your show going. I'm going I'm to I'm advertise for the show. And um, this guy at 1318 Hacienda Boulevard in La Puente, or call them at 626-257-3105 and order your tamales this weekend. You know, and um, they'll make tamales for you, man, whatever color you want, man. If, if you want for Lakers, they'll make them blue and gold or purple and gold, you know. I know in this gay pride, they'll make some f- soft ones, you know, some pink ones for everybody, you know. And um, 
Rainbow, Ra- yeah. Who Rainbow. What do I know, man? I'm learning as I go, right? And um, if you are really uh, su- if you can support the show, support the bakery. They're in La Puente. It's called La Flor de Jalisco. And tell them that you heard us on the podcast and you want a fucking pan dulce for free. Say, yeah, man. And what's up, people? We're here. What's up, people? What's up? Welcome to the podcast. What's up, food podcast with Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. We have a very special guest today, Ty Rivera. America's favorite faggot, right? America's favorite and fag. This, this guy's straight <laughs> up, man. I follow this guy. Straight ever up. Ever since the first time I saw this guy when he first showed up at the Laugh Factory, I said, who is this Greg Luganis looking guy? You know, because he was handsome, in shape. Because if, if you look at most Latino comedians that show up to the game, they're fucking fat. They're out of shape. Alfred Robles, Rodrigo Torres, myself, <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias. You've got people dying from liver cancer like Willie Barsena. We got people, you know, who are just married or who are just out. Like Carlos Oscar, he's never around. He's in shape, but he's gone. You know, we got Ruder Moreno, who fucking pretty much turned into a mummy. Always fucking has his hands wrapped in tape. <laughs> uh, I, I remember one time I showed up to a gig hey, and Ruder Moreno was there with, with his fucking, with his tape. I was late to a gig and then Joe Diego, you better be careful, man. The last time I was late to a show, Ruder Moreno tried to choke me with a tape in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So these dudes showed up and I said, all right, man, finally, man. Somebody's going to give Joe Coy some competition. That's <laughs> <laughs> said, finally, man. <laughs> then I ended up on the road with Joe Coy. Yeah, man. <laughs> a year and a half. So what's up, man? What was that like, man? That you grew up, um, not Garden City, you grew up in Arizona. Yeah, Casa Grande, Arizona. And your family, you're Mexican. Yes. Not Thai. But the first time I saw you, I said, wait a minute, he's Thai Rivera. Could be a Thai comedian, but then when I met you, I said, nah, he's Mexican. Yeah, and some people think I'm Filipino. Yeah, and your sister hit me up right away on... on um, on MySpace, I probably. Yeah, that was MySpace. So, hey, you going to Garden City? My brother is um comedian, Ty Rivera. Orale. Yeah, my sister, Analicia. I think that's what she was going by on Facebook. Or MySpace as well. You know MySpace was weird. People had yeah. weird names like Red Snapper. <laughs> <laughs> Red Snapper. I just remember this, this girl. in Chile. I remember this girl coming up to me after a show. It was at a gay club. And, and this girl walks up to me and she was like, uh, she almost whispered it. She was like, I'm Red Snapper. And I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> There's an old ass joke about the Red Snapper. Dude. Red Snapper. Salmon. You ever go fishing with the girl that went? Uh, the girl that went fishing with five guys came back with a big red snapper. Oh, uh, it's horrible! Uh, throwaway joke. Or, or um, what's the other one? Um, hey, are you flirting with my wife? No, I just asked for the catch of the day. <laughs> Another one is when people ask, uh, "How's your head?" You say, "I never had any complaints." <laughs> <laughs> and we know how the other side lives, at Ty. <laughs> I don't get it. Eh? Neither do I. I just went with it, dog. <laughs> How's your head? I never had any complaints. Oh, had it. Uh, no, uh, uh, no. It's a very heady joke, you know. It's a very heady joke. Cerebral. It was it was big on RuPaul's Drag Race this year, but it's an old joke. The whole month of June, bro, we're going to have the LGBT guest and Q and A. <laughs> Yes, people, we're going to have um, Gay Pride Month. You don't go to the parades. You are the parade, bro. I am the parade. Pride is wherever I'm at. You're the man, bro. 
you getting invited to do a lot of those shows? The gay shows? Yeah. Starting to get more, but, but for a long time no. they were afraid to have me. Why? You were like a gay Nazi? They, they just, like, a lot of people think I don't like other gay people. Why? I don't know. I, like, honest, well, I'll tell you why I think it is. I think it's because I talk in a very honest way about being gay, and I use the word fag quite a bit, which was, isn't popular with certain groups. You know, like, GLAD is trying to get people not to say that word altogether, or the Human Rights Campaign, HRC. And, um, like, you know, every fag I know uses the word fag all the time. Like, none of us care about that word. What is LGBT? What is, what is that for? The LGBT? As the, uh, uh, now I hear it's LGBTQIA. What is that? Uh, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, gay, or uh, LG, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and the new ones are intersex, which is the hermaphrodites, and then asexuals. Damn, I like your word. Let's just stick to fags, eh? Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> right? Why well, the confusion? Yeah, you know, there's certain terms I don't like. Like, I don't necessarily like queer. Um, but you know, it's, it's, there's bi queer now, huh? Like Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> I like in the rim shot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, I, I don't care what term people use, you know? I mean, like when it comes down to it, there's certain terms I don't like, but I am all of it. So like, how many cheerful Latinos are there, bro? As, as far as Mexican American. What do you mean? Terms of for Latino that people get labeled Hispanic themselves Hispanic American, Mexican American, American Mexican. <laughs> oh, or sometimes you see like like I hear like some Latino comedians, Latina comedians, they're afraid to say you know like um, well because I'm Mexican, I do it like this. They're afraid to say it because I'm Mexican. Me, I always say you know, on the jokes because I'm Mexican, you know, I do it like this. But some people are afraid to go because of my ethnicity. Well, they said Latino to be like more uh, general and shit. All of us together. You know what I mean? I'm gonna Mexican just, I'm gonna just so cross hardcore. over and say my because I'm ethnic. Me, I like saying because I'm Mexican because it's, I'm saying because I don't know how Puerto Ricans do it. I grew up saying Chicano. You know, Ch like my dad was always uh, like, hell yeah Chicano. You know, and I, I especially use that to term the around. <laughs> Gene Pompa. Yeah. Uh, I especially use that term around other Latinos just so they know ex specifically what I am. You know, then there's no question about you it. You a political bino. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as far as like uh, St. Chicano, that's more like, you know, letting people know straight up, like in the beginning, important to not be so passive and so like, you know, you know, because, you know, like as far as the culture, like, you know, Mexicans more, they don't say shit. They don't call the cops more. They, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, They're yeah. more subdued. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, papers and stuff, but who knows? I know. I know. And, and some people come down on me for that kind of thinking, too. I get in trouble from Latinos, too, sometimes, you know, because people don't like that. I use the word beaner quite a bit. Right. And, you know, I don't have time. For and I was going to ask about when you were saying when you use the word fag and you do, you didn't do a lot of those gay shows in the beginning because they were afraid of you, you know, being your uh, your demeanor, your presence on stage, and how you say you're Get so you blunt. Get to the question, dog. You're so blunt with it. Get to the question, dog. Sorry, dog. You're they're like, and then fucking, what do you want to ask him, bro? That was it. Oh, he was losing me, bro, on that fucking your demeanor and the things you do and the way you walk, and and I was like, where, where the where the question gonna come, bro? That was it. Give me a yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. So what's up, fool, man? 
You know, a lot. Sorry about that, bro. I just thought that I... I thought, no, it's all good. I just thought I'd throw some chill. comedy in, bro. I got that, uncomfortable. That was like, it was like my parents were arguing at the table. <laughs> I was just sitting here no, like... Oh, it's all good. It's like you're trying to get all, all intellectual and shit because your demeanor and uh, your, your sweater and um, and he's like searching and searching and searching and I'm waiting here like at the edge of my feet going, come on, this guy going to get to the question or, or what? Eh? I think what? it was something about me and the gay shows. Yeah, yeah. As far as like, you know, they said they don't, you do the gay shows because you're so blunt with how you say shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Using the word fag and shit. You're not like a traditional, like, you know, you're all soft and, you know, you're just fucking out there swinging. Yeah, uh-huh. like, the, like the comedian. What's that comedian from the Laugh Factory? What's his name? That older comic? Jason Stewart. Jason Stewart. You get He's a creep. He said, I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know the... Rodrigo, right? No, I don't. He claims that I cyberbullied him because uh, one day I told the truth about him, you know? Like, when I was younger, when I first came to to L.A., um, he tried to pick up on me one night when we were doing a show at Revolver, which I don't have a problem with that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if people try to talk to you or whatever, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's always flattering when anybody flirts, you know? Like, no problem there. Um, But I wasn't interested and so a couple, like maybe a couple weeks later, Jamie decided to do his first ever like full gay show at the Laugh Factory, and uh, Jason decided to give me a shitty intro because, like, you know, it was it was like my first time at the Laugh Factory. I was nervous already. You know, I was newer to comedy. I think I had been in for like two years or maybe even less than that. And so his intro for me was like, "Okay, this next guy, um, I've never seen him before. I don't know what he does. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Ty Rivera." Damn, man. Cold. Yeah, and it was like, you know, if I had been... Should have elbow hair, bro. If I had been now, I would have went on stage and been like, you know, you've never seen me before. You tried to pick up on me last week, you know, but I was newer and I didn't, I wanted to respect everybody and be cool. So we cut to like a couple months back. He well about a year ago. He's always saying how like you know he does all this stuff for the gay community. He's such such a great influence for the gay community. And so I just called it out. You know, like I hate when people misrepresent themselves. Like you know, if you just want to be a creep and you happen to be a fag as well, that's your business. But don't try to make it seem like you're something good for the community when you've done it. Because I'm not the only one. It's happened to a lot of people where he's tried to pick up on them. Like, you know, Ryan Hill is another comic that used to uh, do a joke about it. Like, you know, if I do a gay show, then I basically have to get raped by Jason Stewart. Because, <laughs> like, he wow. really is creepy. You know what I mean? He'll get, like, we did a taping together at one point for Logo TV, and he used, like, the promo shots when we were taking promo pictures. They were like, just look like you guys are having fun. Look like you guys are friends. He used that excuse to, like, nibble on my ear while there's a cameraman right there, and I'm trying my best to be a sport and not throw the whole taping off, but at the same time, I felt like, get off of me. Damn. You know? And so, Come and. Mom, bro! And he's just trying to go the road, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the, really the road to nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, he's not anywhere. He's not doing anything. That's why he's always on Facebook complaining and crying about how he's not getting work and he's not getting booked. And it's like, you know, because you're a creep and nobody likes you. <laughs> I'm like nibblers. <laughs> Which I know is saying more than I should say. I'm sure he's going to call and complain to the Laugh Factory and tell them that, you know, I'm saying mean things about him again. But this is just the truth. Are you banned from any clubs? No. No? No. Rodrigo? Every club. Every club. <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy. 
that ever happened to you though? Like what's that horrible intro by somebody just being a jerk? Always, but it's like what the fuck? They just go with it. You know what I mean? I've never been one of those confrontational dudes. You know? There's always been a bunch of fucking dicks, dude. You know, too many to fucking mention. But what the fuck are you gonna do? Fight everyone? You know what I mean? Most comics don't fight. I've never seen comedians fight. I've seen comedians get close but never throw blows or run and, and hide behind bars. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you know, seen comedians call cops. Bad intros happen. I don't have a problem. Like, I got introduced at one club as the gayest homo ever. But it was a friend, and he thought he was being funny, and so I just went up and made fun of it. And I, <laughs> I had no hard feelings. It's when you try to pick up on me first and then get mad. The gayest like, homo ever. And that dude has to be creepy if you're saying he's creepy. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you and I did the same podcast, huh? Talking shit. Yeah, I'm done talking shit. How do you go for the? You've done other podcasts, right? You've done the champs? No, I have not done the chat. What other podcasts have you done? Like, I know you're either talking shit. I don't do a lot of podcasts because a lot of people aren't very professional. All right. What's up, fool? You know, <laughs> I don't like to be waiting around forever. You know, I did Joe Coy's podcast and he had me waiting in the bathroom forever. And then finally, I just like broke in on the podcast. That, that must like, have been I'm a done. fucking small ass studio. <laughs> oh, well, we were, uh, we're in my son's room yeah, and um, he had a little bathroom. Could you wait in a little baby bathroom? He used to do it at his house. So, you know, it was, uh, it was his place. We got this guy right over here. What's up, fool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got Rodrigo Torres right here, man. With the yeah, man. Yeah, no, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. What's up, fool? Are you, you, did you audition for the Cristela show? No. No? Oh. I'm not an actor. What you think of the show? No? No, not at all. Shut not at up. All, all that drama you put up on your Facebook? <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> time being time. <laughs> I don't know if I should rent it to a family member sometimes. Friends. I got a car Chris Thorin. What's going on, bro? If you took his shirt off. That's yeah, something, no too, though. Like, a lot of times I am just playing and having fun, you know? Like, in the gay community, that's called reading, and it's just something you do, you know? So sometimes people think that I'm angry, and I'm really not. People assign their emotions to my words, and... That's not my fault. <laughs> I will argue, though, if people... Well, lately I've just started blocking people because it's like, you know, there's lately like a group of house husbands that... Um, house husbands? What that mean? They, you know, they're, they're men that like can't do anything for their own families. And so the wife works and the husband stays home and trolls on Facebook all day and calls that taking care <laughs> of the kids. And they'll, like, post stuff, and it's like, I don't have time for you. I got shit to do. You're Crazy. just, like, arguing. Fool's just laying up, man. <laughs> That's what it is. So you, you grew up in Arizona? Yes. What was that? Hold on, man. We're going to cut this off. I'm here rewinding here my voice. What was it like growing up gay in um, Arizona? Did you come out of the closet right away? Or were thrown out of the closet? No, I came out when I was like 17. We moved to Phoenix when I was like 16. And then, uh, you know, for a while I was hanging out with gangbangers and that kind of stuff. But that was a short while. So I heard you were vomiting a drive-by. Yeah, I got um, bullet ricocheted and hit my leg. And uh, it was kind of a, a weird, the way it went in, like the way it happened, you know. But, yeah. Damn, are you in a gay gang? 
No, I was not in a train gang. We got to do do a drive-by, (laughs) bye-bye. One thing about you, you always, you know, there's always a tough dude. You mean? And I'm pretty sure, man, you like you can fucking fight middleweight champion here, right? Maybe. That's what a lot of people say. Like I look like an MMA fighter or something, but no, but you can you can fuck somebody, fuck somebody up, right? I used to get in a lot of fights, yeah, and it's not uh, the last time I got in a fight. Um, it was at San, a gay bar. Was it in San Jose? No, cause I saw <clears throat> I saw you one time on a, on a photo. You did a, sh- a show in San Jose. And then you were with your shirt off in that club. Then the next photo, you had a black eye. In San Jose? Yeah, or some club. Uh, no. And somebody said that you were in a fight. I said, I was like, fuck, you're into a fight. I said, where the fuck are you at? Where at? No. Oh, we left them there. I haven't been in a fight at um, San Jose. I was in a fight in Phoenix at Char- a club called Charlie's. That happened. Was that the club right next to the, with the improv? No, Charlie's is a gay bar that's oh, yeah? done like uh, the, the next to the improv. You're talking about Devil's Advocate, probably. That's like the college bar, yeah. SU. Yeah, no, I've had fun there. I've I've drank there before, but I don't have. Usually, I don't have problems. How do you get fight? How, how do you get into a fight at a gay bar being gay? It's a. It's a I hate your shirt. No, fuck you. That's my shirt. It's He's a mine. stupid story. Um, I was fuck him with his eyebrows. Oh my god. It was Halloween, and I was wearing a Spartan costume, and somebody You're tried Spartan. to steal my cape. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I would have got crazy too, shit. Trying to steal my Shazam cape. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. But... Just, to, just to be a dick and just wear it or what? I don't know. I don't know why they st- tried to steal my cape. It started with this lesbian. That le- the lesbian was the one that tried to grab it because I had it sitting, like I folded it up and put it on the dance floor. And I guess she thought I was drunk enough that I wouldn't notice. And then she tried to grab it. And so then I just went ahead and to take my cape back. You know, I was just like, oh, this is mine. And I just went to take it back, you know. And then she pushed me. I pushed her back. And then like three gay guys, I think it was, that jumped in. I was pretty drunk. Um, but they got beat up. And then I ended up, uh, security asked me to leave, but they were security at a gay bar. And so I was like, make me. And they, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't. So they called the cops in. And then at that point I had to leave. Did you, hit him with your, did you hit him with your fucking cardboard sword? No, I didn't have a sword. <laughs> Give two Sparta kicks. <laughs> That's fucking That's crazy, sword. man. So, um, you, tr- do, you do a lot. I noticed, man. Like you, you do a lot of fucking death comedy shows, man. Like you're out there, man. You're doing shows where they're fucking far, and then you're fucking back in LA. You're like a fucking road warrior, huh? Yeah. How do you fucking do that, man? I know you, Corpus Christi. You're gonna fucking drive over there. This time I'm flying. Or right, thank God, man. Yeah, it's gotten exhausting. Like I've done 20 hour drives, like you know. From Montana, you and Chris Doran, right? Yeah, it's uh, me and Chris Doran did uh, South Texas, and that was like 20 hours for us to get there. And then we tried to rush back to the Bay, but we didn't make it in time because I was gonna do another show in the Bay in San Jose that that night. And but you know. I, I'm kind of tired of driving. I mean, I've done a lot of it, and a lot of times now it's me and my dogs. I don't even take anybody with me, just my two dogs, you know. And I'm what are the names? It. Bijou and Jerry. Oh, I thought you said my dogs. I thought they do the open <laughs> so up for fools. you. <laughs> no, uh, Bijou does merge. <laughs> 
People talk too much on the road for me a lot of times. Oh, my (laughs) God. I I was with with somebody on the road road that talked from Los Angeles all the way to Visalia nonstop. Fucking uh, took over the whole conversation, topped everything, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. It was Jeff Burkhart. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, The whole time, man. Just, hey. Thank God for headphones. <laughs> there were no headphones back then. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> when was this? The 50s? or <laughs> Back in Vaudeville. Yeah, you know? man. Um, it, was, it was a bad man. It was only one road, man. <laughs> we were on the way to Needles. And, um,. We get pulled over by the fuzz. Oh, the, <laughs> the fuzz. <laughs> How do the crowds see you, man? Because, you know, when they, when they show up, because they don't do the, at first when they go, like, hey, give it up for Ty Rivera. Because you do a lot of shows where there's a lot of, probably, a lot of rednecks sometimes. I used to do almost all redneck shows. And well, how do they see you, man? Do they come, do they look, they come out of the closet and go, man, you know, I'm, I'm kind of gay myself, too, but... Once in a while you get that, yeah. You're once in a while you get serious? that. Yeah. These guys show you their spurs. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. They no, show me their spurs. I just thought I'd throw it in there because of the rednecks. But for real, what's that like? Because you know, you're treading into un- uh, waters, man. Like where people are fucking. They don't know. They're not really there to fucking laugh sometimes. And these these shows are like wild coyotes in Montebello, where. Half of the crowd know there's comedy, and the other crowd are there for darts. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons that a lot of the clubs that I work, like now that I work more comedy clubs, they really like me because uh, the security really doesn't have a job. You know what I mean? Like they don't have any any work with me or anything like that because I'm so used to crowds uh, where it is a redneck bar. The only kind of security they are is the kind that's going to open the door with somebody's head. You know, like that's yeah. <laughs> and so you really can't have that happen. And I never had problems working in any of the redneck clubs, and I don't have any problems with the at the club like the mainstream clubs now either it's like you know pretty easy for me to deal with people because I, I saw one of your one of your jokes and i was like god damn it was funny as hell man you do the joke about having sex with a priest oh yeah and how embarrassing it was the the walk of shame walking through the church rectory uh-huh <laughs> 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 that's fucking funny man because that happened to me I mean, I didn't have sex with no priest, but Father Greg Boyle let me sleep in a church van, you know? He picked me up out of the streets. I was fucking me and these guys. They, I used to hang around with these Native Americans. That's trouble. And they used to call them the, yeah, bro, they used to call them the young drunks. Instead of the, the young, you know, you know that movie Dancing with Wolves? I was dancing with drunks. <laughs> so Fire I was fucking drinking Cisco's, bro. Damn. I don't know if you ever drank Cisco's. Oh, yeah. It's fucking, what? dude, it's fucking death, bro. I drank like five peach flavors. The next day, I, ch- I shared a peach tree. <laughs> For, I'm fucking, so that day, I'm shadow boxing like Fiona Apple, you know? Just fucking by myself, just shaking my arms. I drank five Cisco's. I'm fighting with everybody. And um, Father Greg Boyle used to do like a little, a little, a little sweep. He'll drive his van and see like, People who are like in the bad side of the neighborhood, like, uh, like if you're like a guy who doesn't belong in a neighborhood and you're not gonna make it home because the other neighborhood's gonna shoot, shoot your brains out, he will give you a ride in a van and take you where you gotta go. So that night, I'm fucking 
tossing and turning, and I'm in a mood to fight people, I guess. So they pick me up, and they take me in a van, and they take me to the church van. Church! So when I wake up, they put a blanket on me, and one of those ugly blankets that they give you when, when you're fucking uh, at school. Remember those ugly, dusty blankets at first aid? They're black, and they're gray, and they're ugly. And hard. With, and hard. So I'll sleep. I have that like that, and I'll sleep in the church van, and people are getting out of church, bro. It's fucking noon, right? I'm fucking sweating, and I wake up, man, and I come out of the van like a fucking like a Dracula, and I go inside, and I, and I fucking get some holy water because I know it's good holy water. It has to be holy. The church fucking blessed it, you know? He just had sex with Ty, you know? <laughs> and I put it all over my fucking face. And I feel like the fucking biggest loser, bro. Is that how you felt, bro? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I didn't, I didn't feel like a loser Dude, at all. that's crazy how you said uh, in that joke that you were fucking at that club dancing and so was that priest. He was at that club. Yeah, uh, well, um, I've actually ended up uh, like in weird situations where it was kind of yeah, man, being a priest, man, it was it was Father Boyle. Like twice now, where you know it's been like one time I was I hooked up with somebody that worked for the Catholic Church, and uh, he was living with the priest, and I didn't realize that that's where we were. You know, I thought I thought because it just looked like a regular house. And then, like, the next morning when we woke up, he was like, be quiet, the father is sleeping. And I was, in my head, I had heard, be quiet, my father is sleeping. And I was like, we're at your dad's house? And then he was like, he was like no, the father, the priest. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not good. So I've, I've ended up in a few situations that were like that. Damn. How'd you sneak out of there, bro? And the next day, I didn't have to sneak out of there. You know what I mean? Like, I was dressed pretty normal. It wasn't like I looked particularly normal. It was normal. A little boy gay, walking so. out. Swift <laughs> <laughs> like a feather. But, yeah, the uh, and the other one on is actually a longer pool? story, you know, with the priest. And, like, so, uh, do you have to keep in touch? No, definitely not. I lit a candle for him. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. So um, the priest was just there at the club dancing, man, like like normal? That's his normal thing? No, um, technically that one was a different situation, the way the priest worked out. He wasn't at the club dancing. That was... Um, MySpace. No, it was a longer story. <laughs> you know him before then from Phoenix? No, I didn't know him at all. Oh. Yeah. Gymnastic teacher? Will you shut up? <laughs> Dancing with priests. He's moonlighting as a gymnastics teacher. <laughs> hey, man. I'm a priest slash gymnastics does, does, teacher. Does he know Mary Lou Retton? <laughs> I, I used to have a crush on that chick, man, back in 84. Mary Lou Retton. Yeah, man. She had let, but then later on, man, she got low, older. She just started, her face started looking like Down syndrome. And I said, oh, man. <laughs> Something happened to Mary Lou Retton. <laughs> she needs a bounce got, back. I guess when, you, when you're a gymnast, five foot three, and then you don't grow, you just start puffing up, you know, like a little dough boy. <laughs> yeah, man. So what's up? For we got Ty Rivera here. What's up, Ty? Um, America's fag right here, right? America's favorite fag. Favorite fag. <laughs> I bought That's the domain crazy. too. You so bought it? Hell yeah, you can... bought it, bro. Be- Find me at America's Favorite Fag. America's Favorite Fag, man. So when you go out there dancing, bro, no, not dancing, I'm hanging out at these clubs. 
Do you run into a lot of like cholos who are gay? Well, it depends on the club. Like if I go to circus here in oh hell yeah he's yeah. on there like from all the gangs huh yeah and then uh i don't even know what that club's there anymore but the catch was kind of a rough club but that's more like black people but you'll see the cholos there but you know like it's it's like hip-hop if it, if it's even still around and then i know there's a night in west hollywood now that's like the cholo night kind of and so yeah i've seen a lot it's crazy it's a whole different scene huh Oh yeah, it's completely different. But I I like I like hanging out at the hip hop clubs because like you know a lot of times when you go to like West Hollywood, some of the gay guys don't know really how to act, you know. And so I'm not really cool with that. When you go to the hip hop clubs, even though they're gay, it's still the kind of situation where you know if you fuck around, you'll get your ass beat. And so I like the way that kind of keeps people in check. What do you mean? How how, how would not those gay guys know how to act? Like, they'll just be rude sometimes, you know? Like, one time I was walking through a club, and this uh, little blonde boy just, like, you know, like, rubbed my hair real fast. Like, he was like, oh, I like your hair, and then he just rubbed it, and I felt like, don't fucking touch me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like when people, especially my hair, don't, don't just touch my hair out of nowhere. Oh, hell I would no, never man. do that to anybody. I mean, like, you know, I wouldn't just touch your hair. That's crazy, though. People just walk up to you. That's like... I don't, I don't think anybody would like that. Like, that's like me walking up to, a, okay, I'm at a heterosexual club. Okay, hey, bitch, I like your hair. You just did, uh, I like your hair. I know you spent four hours doing it, but I like it. Yeah, then that's the thing. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I did my hair, and now you're trying to fucking throw it around. And, like, you know, I know where I'm Should've at. Should have broke that motherfucker fingers. <laughs> so silly. I knew where I was at, so I just was like, all right, cool. And I just kept moving, but... I bet you, do you get a lot of, like, guys trying to touch your face, too? Because I'm pretty sure that'd be annoying as hell. Uh, um, I don't get a lot You get these older of... dudes, oh, my God, you know. No, I get that a lot from older ladies at the clubs. They want to touch my beard. That's who does it. it. Older ladies, yeah. Older they ladies will it. be like, oh, I just want to pinch your cheeks or stuff like that. I just want to be a just... big fucking fat perv real quick. A lot of older ladies do that, like, oh, can I take a picture pretending I'm grabbing your cock? And like, <laughs> I said... I said, go ahead, you know. But then they, they, they get really close. What, 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 what are you going to get out of that? Or can I rub your belly? I'll get some off and shit with their old ass. Yeah. What's the worst when you got it? I get a, give you a, a, massage. a fair amount of um, women wanting me to kiss their husbands on the cheek for a picture. Oh, fuck that shit, Three dog. Some. Fuck that. Yeah, that, I just tell him no thanks. I'm cool. And But, like, you know, I hate the way people push. Like, you'll politely tell them no, and then they'll keep on. And it's like, I'm not trying to not be cool. I just don't want to do it, you know? That's what bothers me about people when they don't just accept that I have a boundary. They push me too, man. They tell me, grab my wife's tits, bro. Grab my wife's tits. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, <laughs> which one? You, didn't you, bro? That happened to you, right? I just signed some chick's tits. She was all drunk. I was like, oh, what do you want me to sign it for, right? And fucking her boyfriend or her husband, give her a shirt, dog. You sound like, fuck, I didn't suck on it. <laughs> Still not worth a shirt. How do your parents see you, man, like coming out of the closet? Because my brother, I don't even know. My brother came out of the closet. I don't even know when he came out. But uh, I, to me, it was always like, Okay, I always knew he was gay since day one, but I always knew, you know, I accepted it. But my parents, I don't, they never talked about it. And I, and I, only, I remember one time my brother didn't come, come, didn't come home from Colossus. No, he didn't come home from Magic Mountain. And um, 
I guess. And my mom was drilling him about who gave him a ride home? Who gave him a ride home? And my brother didn't say shit. He didn't say shit. He didn't say shit. Right? And I knew right right there that he was either going to come out of the closet and tell this woman, you know, oh, we have a boyfriend. He gave me a ride. Or or some man gave us both a ride. Me and my friend, because he was hanging around with some other guys that I knew that he was gay because he was very flamboyant. But he never, he didn't come out of the closet right there. But I remember my mom, man, drilling him, man. Who gave you a ride home? Who gave you a ride home? And I'm like, come on, man. My, my brother, you know, is he, he going to fucking hold it in? Is he going to hold it out? But he just fucking, like a soldier, he just cried, cried, cried. Didn't, didn't come out. But I was like, damn. I was like, my mom did not let him go. And I felt bad for him. And I, I felt to my mom, leave him alone, right? A guy or somebody give him a ride home. He didn't crack him to question. He didn't crack him. Was he it didn't. tough for you like that? No. I, uh, my parents, uh, they were in denial. So, like, you know, they never To this day? It. No, now they're fine. But they were in denial for a long time. Like, when I first told them, my mom said, no, I wasn't. That's what she told me. Didn't tell us to to church? No. No. We're... That's funny. How, they, they, they sent my brother to church. They sent my brother to church. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> they're gay there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's cr- not where you Have you heard from. about that, bro? When they well, try to send gay kids who are gay to church or somewhere? Well, they send them to get fixed. But I mean, you heard that about gonna, that? that? What's that going to do? It's not going to fix you. Have you heard about that, though? It's deeper so than that. Yeah, I met. There's pray the gay away is a lot of times. Pray the gay away. Too. That's fucking crazy. But I met a lady in um, Marietta. That when I was doing Aces Comedy Club, there was this lady that, that was like, I was at a gay night and she was looking at me like I was, uh, like, you know, she was kind of looking at me like a creep, but I knew she was harmless, you know, so I wasn't really mm-hmm. tripping off of her. And she was twitching a little bit. Devil. And so when everybody got away, uh, she came up to me and she was like, she was like, oh, I know that I probably am freaking out a little bit. And she was like, I'm sorry for that. I twitch because when I was younger, um, they used to think that in order to fix gay people like me, that um, electroshock therapy was the way to do it. And so she had been electroshock therapy when she, she and she's a lot older. She white? Yeah. Older white lady. Damn. Electroshock therapy to take the gay away. And yeah, that shit didn't work, man. Back in her day, or some people thought back in her day, you know. Imagine, bro, they took away, bro, your gay awareness with sh- electroshock. They used to do therapy. a lot of fucking creepy ass shit. And now like you that. twitch and you jerk motherfuckers all better. <laughs> <laughs> Zero carpal tunnel. You see that shit, motherfucker? <laughs> you made me better. You made me a superhero, motherfucker. <laughs> Where's my cape? Like, I know that some, my brothers. Like, they would always push us to do, like, manly stuff, you know, like, without even knowing that my, me and my, my, they thought my brother was gay or something, so they try to push him to play baseball. Hell no. My brother then my brother just tucked his shirt in better than everybody. <laughs> For real, dog. And he played baseball, and he just became the most popular guy without even knowing how to hit. <laughs> did you play, uh, did you push you to play sports a lot? No. I mean, like, you know, I was in karate for a while when I was younger. My mom thought that was a good idea. So I was in karate for a while. Karate. Like four years. Did you make it a black belt? No. No. I mean, like, the guy uh, that I studied for, he was pretty pretty intense. So, you know. Did you break any wood? Like, hiya! (laughs) (laughs) Hiya! (laughs) 
And why are you making me sound like Miss Piggy when she does her karate? <laughs> like, hiya! Fuck, man. Oh, man. Speaking of karate classes, I never joined karate classes, but they sent my dad to AA, and he he to take her with us. And right next to his AA meeting, there was a karate class in the same building. So we to go there and just pretend, steal karate moves. <laughs> like, we just stand there and... And we, they'll do like a karate move, and then we'll do the same karate move without joining the <laughs> class. But they would just say, just stand there and learn the, learn the karate move, but just don't fucking, uh, don't join the class. <laughs> so somebody, was your dad like, because you, you like to party, right? You're a party animal, right? You got crazy ass stories about partying and shit. Oh, yeah. But you're like, you, you stop drinking and you're back. What's going on? I'm back. All right, cocksucker, you're back. <laughs> Joey Coco let's, Diaz. Let's do it, man. It ain't about the hee-hees and the ha-ha. How come you and I never partied? How come you and I never did, like, got crazy? Because we're never in the same place. I know, man. Very rarely, you know? Like, I used to see you more when we were both at the Laugh Factory. But, you know, I don't see you anymore. You're on the road. What was your vice, meth? No, I did meth when I was younger, but I never felt like, you know, any kind of addiction or real inclination to do anything compulsively. I mean, like, you know, I'm just not built that way. You know, I mean, like, what I do is I drink, I smoke weed sometimes, and that's pretty much it. But you used to party before at a young age, like, with, with meth a lot? Yeah, I used to do a lot. I mean, like, you know, but I had friends, like, when people are, like... That they lost everything because of meth and stuff like that. I was always like, why don't you just hang out with dealers? I know, right? Why are you wasting your money? You know what I mean? I never paid for any of that shit. I mean, like, even Coke. I mean, I, mean, I, just, I just never paid for anything. Because you're suave like that. I'm, I'm fun to party with. You have good looks, bro. <laughs> I'm fun to you're, party you're with. You're good looks, bro. When you're fucking good looking, bro, you, you don't pay for anything. Man, me, Rodrigo, we're going to pay extra, bro. We're going to be fucking funny. We're going to be jovial. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna say yeah, man's yeah, man, yeah, man. So what's up, fool? Chai Rivera in the house, man. That's cool, man. I like a lot of people like in the comedy community. They've accepted your ass huh, as being gay because you, you've had our heterosexual roommates. You know, you travel with a lot of heterosexuals. Oh yeah, that's that's the, the good thing about you, man. Like, uh, but is there a lot of gay comics that are jealous of you because of that? Yeah, but it's their fault, you know. Like when I first started doing comedy, I did mm -hmm. want to do the the gay the gay rooms and the gay shows in West Hollywood. You know, they just weren't like welcoming of me. So that made me, which now I'm thankful for it because it made me have to work harder and actually be able to do what I do for the for the mainstream, you know. And so, like, you know, they're haters, but in some cases, like a lot of the younger gay comics really like me and really get it, you know. But like a lot of the ones that kind of stalled out or aren't that original, you know, because there's a lot of gay hacks, you know. Really? Yeah, it's just kind of like the same. Like, What was know. one gay hacky joke? Uh, well, you know, a lot of the gay hacky jokes are just to do with, like, you know, being in West Hollywood and that kind of, you know, where it's... Castro District. Yeah, it's very specific. In Frisco, where, you know, you go to, you know, a small town and they're kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been to the Castro or I've never been to West Hollywood, you know, and so... But like you know, and that but those comics don't even go on the road or don't even didn't even used to do the open mics. Like you know, every once in a while I'll put something bitchy on Facebook about stuff like that. Like last maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was drinking and I put something like, uh, you know, something about the young fags. I'm a big part of the reason that they're able to roam as freely as they do in L.A. on the comedy scene, and it's true because before me, 
the gay comics just didn't do the regular <laughs> open mics. They would do like the gay shows only. And then like I went to every single open mic at one point um, doing probably between 20 and 28 open mics in a week. And that was like pretty regularly that I was doing that. And so I was just everywhere, you know, and like at first people did try to kind of bully me and stuff like that. Some of the black comics especially weren't open to it in the beginning, but eventually they just had to accept it. You know, people just were like, oh, well, I guess because, you know, there were times when I felt a little uncomfortable and I wasn't scared. I just felt uncomfortable, you know, because everywhere I would go, like there was a point when I first started where everywhere I would go, people were kind of like, you know, mean or not very welcoming. And so but I just kept showing up. I know, like, um, do you care now what people say about you now, or like off stage or on stage? Do you care? Do they bother you? Not too much. I know it would bother me, man. Like, I would get to do the this. Y'all get, I would do the shows, and the comedian was like this white hack. You know, he'll be like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to change the, the, the flavor of the show. We're going to spice it up a little bit with some guy from East LA who's going to give some East LA jokes. <laughs> I got introduced like that one time, right? And I said, all right, give it up for Felipe Esparza. But they'll, they'll say, Felipe Esparza. And then, like, mariachi will come out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, everybody gets a free taco. so much. <laughs> they just start throwing out the volleys. Free tacos and shit. Um, a lowrider shows up in the middle, the middle of the show. A baby is being born. Full. There's confetti flying on it everywhere. Everybody wearing Raiders shirts all of a sudden. And then I get introduced. For that happened to me a lot. But it doesn't bother me no more. Oh, now I just tell the whole, listen, man, just pronounce my name right and we're going to get along fine. Yeah, the, the the thing that a host will do to me that's like, you know, I guess some people would think it's insulting, but like now it only happens in smaller towns <laughs> um, is whether they'll they're wipe the mic after I get off stage. Oh, my God. I Oh, dude, that, that, that that's going to change, bro. Once people start getting to know who you are, <clears throat> they're going to start booing that person, whoever starts doing that. Because I, I had to, each time I have a show at... at um, at um, the Wild Coyote, remember? And I was there every Wednesday, every Saturday, every Wednesday for 10 years. Then that black comic showed up, remember Shady Grady? And he wiped the microphone right after I introduced him. Boo, 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 <laughs> boo, boo. Shit, that, that comic that always changed his name every three years and shit? Bro, every time you write something about somebody or say something, something bad about somebody on Facebook... I get so high, I look the motherfuckers up and try to investigate who the fuck you're talking about. Because <laughs> when you're on fucking tyrant, when you were on the fucking champs, no, when you're on fucking talking shit, and you would say that you were on stage at the Laugh Factory, and then somebody introduced you, and he fucking was rude to you, and that was fucking fucked up, and he's a washed up comic, and you know, he's been around forever. Fuck that shit, man. I don't want to mention his name right now. Fuck that shit, dog. I called up the Laugh Factory. I found out who went up that <laughs> night. I fucking went to Martin Rizzo. And I said, bro, you there at the Laugh Factory Latino night? Yeah, all right. Who the fuck went up after him? Or who who went up, bro? Then I started fucking, I don't remember, man. I left at around fucking 930. Then I fucking went back over there. Then I asked him, who the fuck did I ask? Oh, yeah, I asked Johnny Roque. Then I asked Flacco, oh, yeah, Paul Rodriguez went up. Oh, yeah, Paul Rodriguez went up. 
Then I found out, what the fuck did that motherfucker say when Terry Burrow went up? Then he said that, um, he said, um, he fucking made fun of you, bro. Mm-hmm. He said he, made, he didn't even know your ass. He said, "Give it up for fucking Quagmire or something like that, right?" Mm-hmm. And I said, that, "What the fuck is so, Yeah, man, Paul Jugas like that, bro. He fucking come up to me one time, man. He gets <laughs> he give it up for him. he get out. Uh, what what? He could give it up for this guy. Yeah, hey, man, I fucking fucked some chick at the hop, and I forgot about her. That's my son. <laughs> 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 or what the fuck one time oh yeah I had just did the killed it at showtime right at the showtime and I'm wearing the most brightest green shirt because you know I don't know how to fucking dress I was fucking fresh off the project two years I have bald hair Tyra Vera bald like a like a gangbanger that's trying to change his life and um jeans and he would give it up for that guy. That guy is fucking funny, man. What's up with that fucking green T-shirt, man? Right now, the fucking lizard's outside horny for that guy. Chasing him, talking about lizard, lizard, lizard. Hey, lizard, lizard. <laughs> yeah, you know, with that situation, I was just disappointed because I actually did um, respect him just for what he did, even if it's not current. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I respect <laughs> Well, because I'm not clowning. It's just true. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's not like it's it, he's turned out to be some legendary legendary comic you know it's just like you know i respected him because i remember seeing him when i was younger and seeing his sitcom and stuff like Jesus that está en Tijuana. and so you know i mean like when he was like not so nice to me and i never met him and then like i saw him at another thing and i you know was just like let me just pretend like that didn't happen and just be cool with him you know and then there he was like very not even standoffish he was dismissive and i just like you know didn't I don't care for him. He'll probably load it, bro. He gets like that. He loves you. <laughs> he made fun of you. He loves you. Trust me, bro. You walk up to Paul Rodriguez next time. You're like, hey, Paul Rodriguez, it's me, Ty Rivera. I mean, I'm a big fan. All the way from Garden City. You mentioned the most furthest Latino city away from the West Coast, the more he's going to love you. If you mention, oh, I'm from the Valley. I can't <laughs> You're too close. You'll be opening up for him. Trust me, bro. He's gonna fucking take care of you. He's gonna buy you a new suit. You know, you, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna fucking start punching people for because your dad says you're Chicano and that's funny, bro. That you are Chicano and you're gay. You can say just Chicano. Not that many people say they're Chicano. Where you get that fucking from? That pride from my dad. Yeah, like, you know, that's hardcore my, to my the dad bone. and my mom just raised me. You know, like um, yeah, you're, my dad was actually um pretty involved in activism when I was younger you know like now you know how it is when you get older and you have stuff to take care of and just you're like you know yeah I don't have time to be doing that you know unless you make that your actual that's like that play how the last angry brown hat it's a play by the way about the it's about um five guys that were um the brown pride the brown berets and um they all went on their separate their separate ways went on to their lives and they're all in their late 50s now but there's one guy left who's still fighting the cause. All Chicano, so they come the last angry brown hat. <laughs> check out the play, people. Look it up. Yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah, man. So what's up, fool, man? What's in the future for you, man? What you got? Who you want to stab in the back? 
You know, honestly, nobody. I mean, like, you know, I'm really getting away from all that. Like, you know, the, right now is probably like one of the last times I'll publicly talk shit about anybody. So just, <laughs> you caught me do at it, a good bro, time. Do it, bro. Do it. Whatever, man. It's you your day. You Exercise caught me at a demon. good time because, like, you know, I'm just, I'm over it. You know, like, there's no, no reason for me to argue with anybody. I'm like, you know. I only, I don't even believe in like, you know, when people had that term frenemies. I don't believe frenemies, in Frenemies? Fuck that. Yeah, you're either my friend or you're not. I don't have, you know, <clears throat> I'm friends with, you know, most everybody at this point. I'm trying to become a comedy store regular. That's what my next goal is. That's what I really want to do. You'll be in, bro. Bring some coke to the game. <laughs> <laughs> have the best coke in town and change the comedy store to back to what it used to be. Yeah, well, the it's place starting. place to get coke. You're so ridiculous. Well, they lie. <laughs> they try to clean it up, you know. You, you, they try to clean it up. Oh, we're, we're not the same. We ain't the same no more. But we got the same guys hanging out in the same spots, talking about the same stories, how it used to be. No, it's actually honestly changed a lot now. Like, you know, they got rid of Tommy, who was like the person in charge of like booking the comics. And so that was a huge change because he was really a part of why it was, you know, the way it was. Um, so they got rid of Tommy. Now it's a guy named Adam, and Adam seems pretty in touch, and he's you know keeps his wits about him. Like that was the thing with Tommy, you know. Like towards the end, Tommy was just getting high all the time, so he wasn't really even paying attention to the comics on stage. And it was like you know you could bring weed, and then Tommy would like give you some time, or you know what I mean, like pay more attention to you and stuff like that, which isn't the best way, you know what I mean? Like just because you show up with good weed now, all of a sudden you know Should you start before it was like um, give me an eight ball, bro. I have a showcase. <laughs> Shining. So, did you graduate from high school? You dropped out like Rodrigo and I. Oh, I dropped out ninth grade. Oh, Rodrigo didn't drop drop out of nowhere, right? Dropped out of law school. <laughs> <laughs> you went to law school for a year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were smart like that. <laughs> law dog, uh, you know. Law dog. Yeah, I had no idea. So, you, what grade did you graduate? You, you dropped out of high school. Ninth, right after ninth. I finished ninth, and then I was done. Fuck yeah! I thought I was badass. I fucking I finished all of them, but didn't go back to to finish. I never understand when people do that. I was seventy credits short. That means I had to go back for another year, and I still owe them half a year. Ah, uh, yeah. There was people that was, that needed half a credit, like they failed health class or they failed um, some other class, and they couldn't make it up, and then um, they didn't graduate. There's a grip of people. I like went that. to my friend like that, and then and we were making fun of her going, if I had half a credit. <laughs> so what happened to you, man? What did you say? Man, you know what? Fuck this, man. I'm going to go to fucking Broadway. I'm going to be a comedian. What's going on? No, I was just- What was, made you leave? I was just done with school. You were that smart? Did you figure it all out? I figured that I wouldn't need it, and I turned out to be right. You know, it's not, I don't feel like I need, needed to go to school for anything. Hell no, I'm a road comic, man. I, I, I just know how much gas I need. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and, you know, and I mean, like. I'm breaking even. <laughs> I feel like, um, well, you know, I honestly do feel like I'll be huge. I just have to be patient and continue to Hell do yeah, what bro. I'm continue, doing. continue, continue to do it. Yeah, so it's like, you right, know. Rodrigo? Yeah, man. You're still here, right? <laughs> I don't um, feel any, you know, like any kind of regret or anything, especially about where I'm at in comedy. You know, you think about it. I've only been doing comedy for 12 years, which sounds like a long time to a lot of people. So I thought you were doing it for 30. 
<laughs> it sounds like a long time to a lot of people, but you know, I don't have to tell you. In comedy time, that's still baby time. I know, right? Like right now, you just figure it out. Okay, I could do one hour in my head. <clears throat> now, just people out there, man. Like you've been doing it for twelve. You honestly, I, I didn't know how long you've been doing it. I really thought it was more than that, and I was just exaggerating by thirty. Just showed <laughs> on Facebook like you've been doing it for a long time. Um, how do you feel, man, about young comics? Because I've been doing it for twelve. So when you, when gay comics come out to you, because I'm pretty sure a lot of gay young comics come out to you, and, and like other young comics when they come to you, hey Ty, um, um how can we do? What you're doing, man, and I'm funnier than you, or or they tell you I got a new one. I, I could, or they tell you they have an hour of comedy and they've been doing it for six months. Well, I don't even take people seriously when they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, it's like no, you don't, and I'm not arguing with you or whatever. I just you you don't, you know, and that's that's all there is to it. Um, but like you know, the, 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 I'm cool. Like the young gay comics when they come up to me, like you know, sometimes we'll he's go cocky, out. isn't he? We'll go out and have dinner or, you know what I mean? Like, I'll hang out with the young gay comics and try to give them a little bit of advice. But, you know, the dumbest question anybody can ask me is how you get on the road. Because that's oh different God. for everybody, you know? Like, it's its own thing. But you go, how do I do what you do? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking formula. Just do it, dude. What the fuck? I see. A lot of people think there is, though, huh? Some people think by standing next to Rodrigo Torres, they're going to get in. For reals. That's how I got in. There's guys that stand at the end of the <laughs> That's show. That's how I got like, in, standing next to Rodrigo. I, I, I said, I said uh, everybody. Williams and Colton. I said, <laughs> I said everybody with bad weed was to Rodrigo Torres, man. <laughs> I smother me, weed, we and I go, hey, man, go talk to Rodrigo Torres, man. He's your man. <laughs> And I know the weed's good when Rodrigo says it's Austin's finest. Shit, I'll grab that weed and throw it away, dog. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of places, finest weed isn't. Oh, man. Sometimes this guy this guy gave me a joint. He should have told me, man, whatever you do, don't turn it sideways. When I turn it sideways, all the weed fell off. <laughs> this one got, <laughs> some guy with some fake cushy. <laughs> oh, my God. There's people out there, man. There's people out there who sell weed, man. Please, don't, if, you, if you know... Your weed is not Kush or the real shit. Compare it to a magazine. You know, get a magnifying glass. Hell yeah. See those Because there's no such thing as super haze. <laughs> the best way to do it is what Ty said, dude. Just hang out with a drug dealer, dog. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, man. Man, I, I see the places that you go to, like the gigs that you go to, and... um. And I'm like, and I look at those gigs, and I say, God damn, this motherfucker did another triple run. Didn't he, he learn from his first mistake? Uh, well, I haven't done, <laughs> I haven't done a lot of triple runs. <laughs> Explain to our the people out there who are listening right now what a triple run is in detail, because we get a lot of comics out here, and they said that um, doing a triple run is the comedic rite of passage. And I say, hell no, man. A comedian right of passage is getting robbed for more than $500 for a gig from a fucking promoter. Yeah, another comedic ride of passage, though, is like having a gig canceled on you like two days before you're supposed to do it and them not offering you any compensation. That's what I thought you were going to say, having a fucking comic as a fucking roommate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I did that comic a favor, and I don't like him. I mean, like, you know, he turned out to be a fucking piece of shit, so whatever with that. That's fucked up. You, and you have, you, you've had a lot of comic roommates, right? They're all straight, by the way, audience. No, I've only had one comic roommate. I haven't even had a lot of roommates. Oh, or, I, no, I've had two comic roommates. One of them is Byron Bowers, and I love Byron Bowers. Really? Yeah. From Atlanta? But Byron was the one that was originally living there, and then he made it so I could live with them, you know, because it was him and this lady that's a nanny. That's cool. I know Byron Bowers. He, 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 um, he came to my wedding. Yeah, I love yeah, Byron. He's like, a we're, real and a cool dude. Yeah, we're really good friends. On the Eric Andre show. Yeah, we're we're still good friends now. You know, like we've been trying to like go out to lunch together or something, but you know, his schedule or my schedule. You guys should. That'll be an awesome, crazy ass show. You and Byron Bowers working together. Yeah, we worked together totally before. Opposites. Yeah, no, he's great. I really do like and respect him. You know, most people I like and respect. So what happened, man? Because uh, I, I had a I had a roommate. Let me tell you, man, I had a. Let's, let's talk about um, we have time, man. Let's talk about fucking having comedians <laughs> as a fucking roommates. By the way, all right. Let me tell you how sad it is to have a comedian as a roommate because I had a comedian that was my roommate, and we, of course, we're not friends no more. Just like you guys friends, but it wasn't because of not paying the rent. It was because you know I was always at a different level from this guy. Like I was the level of I'm gonna be fucking always be funnier than you, and I'm always gonna have success than you. No matter what you do in life, no matter what conniving shit you do behind my back. And it was sad because I would get a gig and you could see it like in his heart that he was not happy for me. He was sad. You feel it like you feel like this aura like, you know what it feels like? It feels like five people are going to fucking jump you at once and you know it. You have ever felt that fear? That's how these these people Apple fear, bro. Because I will say, like, yeah, man, I'm a, I got this badass gig, bro. I got to go, bro. I'm going to see you later, dog. And then he looked like, all right, man. I'll be just, yeah, man, yeah, 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 all right, yeah. Yeah, man, all right. I'll, I'll just stay here. Do nothing. It was fucking that sad, dog. And especially if you're funnier. Because we'll, we'll, we'll be driving back from the same gig, and that fool's driving, and that fool bomb hard, dog. And I'm still fucking like going over, play my my set loud, the laughs. You know, I can't even hear myself. I can't even hear myself talk, huh? Everybody laughing, dog. <laughs> well, see, that's Fortress. you fucking up. You're rubbing it right there, just like, oh, you ate it. Oh, then, you ate it. Then Two on the way straight. home, like, you bump hard, bro. You shouldn't be driving, bro, right now, bro. You should let me drive, bro. Look, I'm bombing. You get pulled over for DUI, bro, man. Oh, Driving yeah. while bombing. <laughs> but every time this fool killed, forget about it. Everybody. If he got laughs, oh, yeah, man. Oh, man, I should have I taped it. I should, I should be submitting this for the road. Well, that's one thing I'll say. Like, my roommate was funny. You know, um, he's, he does his thing. He's funny enough, you know, but he just wasn't very motivated. And so that turned him into a little bit of a hater, you know, at different points. And then, uh, you know. It, like I'm, I've had a lot of people be really cool with me and help me out, you know. And so, like you know, I've made a fair amount of money. Like you know, I know a lot of people in my position don't, but I just have had. How much a lot is of that in dollars? Fair amount. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you cost classify fair amounts. A reasonable amount. <laughs> how much are you making, bro? Peanuts. <laughs> Eighty dollars to go to Arizona. You know what I mean? 
Fuck it. Yeah, I make enough money that I can afford to do those. I do do those sometimes, but it's because other people make up for it. So, you know, I mean, like, you know. I'll do it decent. But those comedians, though, I mean, you know, everyone's all comedians. These dudes are dicks. But it's also those certain Per, that certain person that's a comedian that's a fucking asshole, a conniving person has an agenda. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not and then, you know, com- I mean, yeah. There's a lot of good comics. Like, you know, I mean, like, people think I get into it with a lot of people. I really don't. I just know a lot of comics. You know, it's not really the way people people think about it. With Have me. you worked with Beer Run Bobby? <laughs> no, but I've heard of Beer Run Bobby. No, I, I don't just ask you because I, I worked with him, bro, one time. You know, it was a good gig. He, he paid me. You know, he paid me. But it was one of those crazy gigs, dog. But that when I'm doing the comedy show, and when I'm doing a comedy show, there's like cholos passing by, and the and they're like take they're holding me and taking photos while I'm performing. And I was like, whoa, okay, this, no wonder it's called Be Around Bobby. The old school show. The old school show. In San Jose, you I did, did it? it. I did it. I did it with Mondo and Pops, dog. It was crazy. And those guys want to party after, huh? And kidnap you. Those wasn't even ch- uh, Chicanos or Pachucos, eh? I know they're all <laughs> fat, huh, bro? They're all fat too, huh? Big, big ass beard, big old brochas, fat motherfuckers, feathers. They look like they look like they look like every doll from the homie collection. <laughs> So the big ones, dog. What's the worst gig you done when you say, God damn, I'm glad we got our money? Every gig. <laughs> uh, Chicago, there was this theater that we were doing for a guy named Raul Barbosa. Barbosa, man. It sounds like a fucking bad gig. <laughs> what are you, Barboso? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, it was. I was lucky I got my money, but I know Cooch didn't get his money, and... Um, yeah, my roommate at the time. Uh, I, he ended up getting his money, but it was because I made it part of my deal. See, that's how good I am as a roommate. And plus, I told him that if he didn't get paid, that I would give him the money that he was supposed to get paid. You know, like, I've been really Damn. good to people when Damn. it comes to shit Mad like that. generosity. I'm great with money. I mean, like, you know, with the way I am with people. Because, like I said, a lot of people have really helped me out. I've been paid for guest sets, what a lot of um, headliners, like, road headliners aren't making for a weekend. So people are very good to me, and so I always try to pay it forward, you know? Like, when I go out to lunch with my friends, a lot of times I pay because I know that comics a lot of times don't have money. You know, and this particular roommate, since we were talking about it, was, like, you know, um, short on rent at the at the first of every month and I would make up for it until because he always had it within two weeks short like, of upper his, lip too <laughs> you're so ridiculous <laughs> but you know he always would <laughs> he always would like you know would have that happen and our other roommate was a real hard ass she wouldn't let him get away with that you know but I would make up she for it so he wouldn't <laughs> she did have a, a lot of talk about the upper lip right now <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I've had too much shit done to my lips to really <laughs> clown on lips right now. So let's just, uh, what, I'm getting a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Enough speaking of, this of okay, speaking of work done, man. So what the fuck, eh? What happened with fucking um? What's the name in Chicago? That DJ? Because I that one, bro. Another another thing I investigated, bro. Uh huh. When you said that um. <laughs> This fucking DJ was so unprofessional for me. Detective. He was, he was, private he was, eye, he was dog. so unprofessional. 
I know, fuck you, you know? And then I said, who the fuck, eh? What DJ disrespected Ty Rivera this time? So there I go, man, like a fucking woman. You know, <laughs> Nancy Drew over here. He's been cheated on. He's been cheated on. <laughs> Who disrespected my homie again on the side? You know, I got his back behind the scenes. He just don't know it. Fool, man cow. And you guess what, bro? Man cow disrespected you. Yeah, yeah. And guess what, bro? When I went back to Chicago... I had already sold out every show, and the, woman, and the press person, the people who does press, they asked me, you go, we're going to do press, you're going to do man cow. And I said, what well, I do man cow? The show sold out already. I got to do a fucking show. Mm-hmm. Go, well, you got to do it. No, I ain't going to do it. It's a waste of time if I do his show. He don't let me talk. He has no respect for the comedians. He wants to do all the talking and not let the comedians talk. So, fool, I didn't do man cow because no, of you. I appreciate that. You know, and like the thing is, anybody can ask me anything. It's just you got to have a little bit of respect. You know what I mean? Like, because I wouldn't come at. rude. I heard, I saw it. What's up with that face? That yeah. How rude. And I wouldn't come at anybody, like, you know, in a rude way. And the thing was, um, what happened was, when I was a lot younger, a lot younger than any of you ever met me, you know, like I made a mistake. And You're 20 now, right? I'm 21. <laughs> Uh, but I made a mistake, and um, at the time, I was getting ready to have that mistake fixed. So I couldn't do anything to kind of uh, even that out or whatever, and people were noticing that there was a change. But the change wasn't that I was doing anything. The change was that I wasn't doing anything. We have a call, bro. Yeah. We got a call here. Yeah, man. What's up, fool? Oh, forget it then. Forget it. So go on, bro. It was man <laughs> So that was the thing. Just that, you know, like at the time I wasn't doing anything was, was what it was. Um, and so I walked and like, uh, like, you know, a few people had mentioned it to me like that I look different or whatever. And so I ended up post, this is where I messed up because I posted yeah, bro, on my Scooby, Facebook. Bro. <laughs> I posted <laughs> on my Facebook something like, um, what's it called? Uh, like, you know, the, something about plastic surgery and how it's not anybody's business or whatever. And then uh, I went, like, you know, but I forget that, like, when you're going to do a radio show or stuff, they'll read your stuff, you know? Like, I wasn't even thinking about it. And I was told it was radio. I wasn't told that we were going to be on TV, you know, that it was going to be a taping at all. I was told the same thing, too, and I get there, man. I, I get there. Well, this guy doing cable? Yeah, and then right away, like, you know. You're on Channel 5.2. You, you can't even have fucking cable to watch that. <laughs> Then right away, um, you know, like as soon as I get in, like he says something to Dylan, and then he's because I was with Dylan Garcia, and he said something about. Oh, we got a call. Hold okay. on. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? We got Chris Thorne right here on the line, bro. How's it going, man? We got Ty Rivera right here, dog. What What's up, up Chris Thorne? I, I hear you talking to my boo, Ty Rivera. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Up, we're, we're talking hey, about you. What's we're up, fool? We're here on our break uh, from my work. I work at a cannabis club part time. I it's got some this fucking gorilla glue. It tastes great. Oh yeah, man. We you are going to redeem yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I brought some fucking. I brought some fucking red dog over at the in uh, Austin. So what's up, man? You and Terry Verde, you guys do a lot of driving, man. What the <laughs> what the fuck you guys drove? <laughs> Oh, did he tell you? No, it's not yet. driving, man. Not yet, we man. To, uh, we went to McAllen, Texas from the Bay, right? Or no, from L.A., but then we went, drove back to the Bay. We did that 
that road trip twice. And Oof. both times we left that trip hating each other. All right? <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was the second time when we got back to the Bay, I was supposed to stay at his house for like a week. And uh, for the first couple of days, we would just pass each other in the hallway at his house and not talk at all. It was just like, <laughs> don't need to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Being in the car with anyone for that long, let alone Ty Rivera. I mean, come on now, man. For that long? <laughs> I know, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, listen to him, man. Music shows all day or what? In the, in the car or what? That Midler. Just high maintenance, non. Yeah, Come on, bro. He's not the regular guy. He's America's favorite faggot. <laughs> One singular sensation. Hey, we're in the middle of nowhere getting gas, and Tyra Vera's fucking uh, like filming. Like we're in the middle of nowhere, right? And he's just filming around us. It's like all haunted around us and shit. And I started breaking out in the Thriller video on his ass. Yeah, he did it spot on, too. Like, the way he came up was just like, dum, dum. <laughs> you two got Rodrigo with their scare straight. <laughs> What's up, Rodrigo? Yeah, man. Chilling, dog. What up, fool? What up, fool? We're here talking, about, talking to Ty Rivera about his crazy ass fucking... I was telling him that, dude, every time I look at your fucking... At your... At your um, I was going to say menu... As your calendar, you're always going to the craziest part and taking the most craziest triple run ever. I'm not a triple, but I am a triple guy. But that's the other thing people have to know. Triple has been really cool with me. Triple's been really like. You didn't you tell know. the people what what a triple run is. Where do you go? Where do they start? Where do they begin? How many miles included? All How right, much cash Felipe. Is included? All right, Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Walla Walla, I've been to Walla Walla. <laughs> I, A lot of people talk, hey, yeah, man, fuck you, I, I did a triple run, but people don't even know. It sounds like it's like something people don't want to do. Yeah, it's, uh, well, that's true. There, It is usually eight hours between gigs. And, fuck you know, five at a minimum. So, like, you know. Five gigs, eight hours in between. No, five, I'm saying a five hours hour at a minimum. Driving. Yeah, um, so... Like, you know, and then, you know, like, he'll line you up on a couple of them, and then you'll be out for three or four days, and, you know. How far, like, what city, what's, what city to what city? Because I know you do Richland, Washington, right? Yeah. To Montana. Well, Richland, I'm just doing Richland this time. You know, I'm I'm just doing Richland at the end of July. But last time, yeah, it was, uh, I can't even remember the name of that town. It's somewhere in Oregon, like, uh, it's that casino. Uh, Coos Bay? No, I did Coos Bay that trip though. Where the too. fuck is Coos Bay, bro? Coos Bay is <laughs> in not Oregon. on the map. <laughs> but then there's also this Wild Horse Casino, which I don't remember what part of Oregon that is. So that's far. And then you know, like then. Jokes. How was your first time with the Wild Horse? The one that lynched you? <laughs> Dude, hey. What? Cause I know you got. I know you get heckled right away, bro. As soon as you get up out there, what the fuck? Eh? What's going on? No, no, no. You know what? People it's all in my head. Then I'm. I do a lot of crowd work. <laughs> I do a lot of crowd work. So you know, like people are cool with me right away. Usually, this one was work though because the the feature I had. Um, and I did end up well, talking straight. to Tribble about it. No, the feature just sucked. Like and not just regular sucked. I don't care if you don't do well. That's your business. You know what I mean. He's Bob and Tom favorites. When you're on, <laughs> I did Bob and Tom by the way. What uh, was that shit like? 
Uh, I made Tom uncomfortable. I think he's the main one. Is that the guy the receding Dodger hat? The receding dot. How do you have a know, receding that, that dot? Because I know, but that hat gets lower and lower every year. Like it's going bolder and bolder. Airline starts here. That fucking hat's turning into a yakima. <laughs> a yamaka. Yakima's in Washington. I was like, I, that's where they. That's where they make the yamakas. <laughs> so you're on Tim Bob. Who Bob's and who's Tom? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't fucking... I just know that those guys are like the ultimate redneck laugh. <laughs> Give me a redneck laugh, bro. <laughs> like, those guys... Like, if they laugh... They laugh at if, like if, like if I noticed that when it's a redneck comic, they laugh at everything. Ga, 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 ga. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some. Give me some, Chris. <laughs> Give us some of your dad's laugh, bro. <laughs> With you think grease or help? All right, you fool. still working with that, Felipe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we're still working here. <clears throat> All right, fool. We got to write Chris right, Torino. Guys. See you later, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Have fun. Thanks for calling, say, Chris. Right so, on, brother. All right, fool. So, so what's up for you? Keep you whole, brother. All right, fool. So you're dating now? No. No? You don't mm-hmm. have you never had a, a boyfriend through the whole career? Oh yeah, I've had boyfriends. How do they deal with you going out every night? Do they do they get jealous of the, your your attention, your time? Mm, yeah, well, I tend to date people that aren't in the same state. Oh. You know, like um the, the I was engaged for a short while, which was a fucking mess and it was all my fault, but you know, that's that's me. I'm fucking crazy and I don't try to deny it. What happened? Um, you trying to choke him in his sleep or what? No, I just, fuck, you know. Where the fuck were you at? I'm really difficult to live with. You know, like in that way. Like if you're dating me, I'm really difficult to live with. And so, um, but, you know, he was in Phoenix. And then right before that, the guy I was with was in Vegas. So, you know, they're not really. The, the thing I get in trouble for is, yeah, being gone all the time. But it's like not a. Where were you tonight? It's like, you know, where were you the last two weeks kind of thing. But then when you were partying, right? Huh? You were partying when you were gone those times? No, I mean, like, I'm working. But, yeah, I will party or whatever, you know. But that's, you know, going to happen. I'm out. When you started off doing stand-up comedy, what was your future goal? Like, what what, what did you want to do with it? What did you want out of it? You know, at first, I didn't really have a goal. I just wanted to get rid of the stage fright and to actually be I just wanted be to be comic. me. <laughs> I just wanted to get rid of stage fright and be a comic, you know, when I first started. Like, now I have more of a goal. What do you want? You, you want to be on a television show? Reality no, show? No, Well, I wouldn't like mind Caitlin? having... Honestly, I wouldn't ha- mind having a reality show at all. Um, I think I'm built for it, really. What would be called? Ty's Place. Ties travesties. <laughs> Ties travesties. Ties travels. Yeah. Ties travels. I don't know what it would be called. Maybe if I could get anybody to like use uh, some kind of way of blocking it out and make it America's favorite fag, I'd be down for that. Just put a flag. <laughs> <laughs> or do it in Europe and you have a pack of, a, a pack of Mar- Marlboros. <laughs> <laughs> For real, if you do it in Europe, they won't know. Do it in England. America, fair fact, you're holding a pack of Marlboro lights. 
<laughs> and then you bring that show to America and they won't even know you get sponsorship, bro. You get fucking menthols. <laughs> you get menthols. Yeah, that's what I want, menthols. I'm going to start dating black dudes. So what's up, bro? After every show, man, what do you do? Ow. Take your shirt off and go dancing or what? I used to. Because I know you, I know you, I know, but I've seen the photos, bro. You know, let me go investigate, bro. Yeah, I know. I know the clubs you go to. Almost always off. My brother's a big fan. He knows who you are. Yeah, your brother's cool. I met Fernando. your brother after the. That's um, right. Yeah. We did that fucking show together with fucking Voodoo Glow School. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Lucky how worried. Laughter. How worried were the motherfuckers for me to be there? Uh, well, that's I was the fucking thing. four hours late, dog. What was with you? I was on a good one, bro. I figured. <laughs> I, I knew it. I was like. My face was swollen, dog. I was try. I tried everything, bro. I look fucking fucked up. I had Lisa worried, man. She she drank one beer. She passed out. So what? We did that show, bro. That show was awesome, bro. That shit never aired. Yeah, well, cause they, uh, Gene, you know, he, she put a soul out the show for a hat. I hate you so much. <laughs> Uh, but you know, like I always tell people, I was cool with that situation once my check cleared. You know Fuck what I mean? Yeah, like bro. The, I got that, paid, the, and dude, I went out loud for that show, dog. Yeah, dude, I got a that show. I knew it was gonna be cash, you know, and it was it was good money, right? Oh uh, yeah. And um, I got Voodoo Glow School, the the van, the band who does this show, mm -hmm. the the Felipe, the, the intro. I got him to be on that show. Rodrigo hit him up, and that day, dude, I was gone. I don't know where I must have had a show. I think in Ventura. I don't know where I started off, but I ended up like I don't know how I ended up at the show. But I got there late. I'll never forget I there. I got. Told you how much money you were gonna lose. Huh? I told you how much money you were gonna lose. Oh yeah, yeah. The producer, nah, What my wife told me uh, how much money I was gonna lose that night, and I said, "Oh shit, I forgot about that money." And then uh, we got a room. Who was that place? We got the room. At the W. w we got a room at the W, fool, in downtown LA because I wanted to go all out. And the room was right in front, across the street from the Bonaventure on 6th and Spring. Awesome room. And um, I got to the show, dude. I don't remember my set, but I know that it was a good show and I was throwing water everywhere. Do you remember much of what had happened to me? Because I don't. I don't. I just remember us, like all of us, were panicking, you know, like because we didn't know if you were gonna be there. And then when you did get there, I remember you just like falling asleep on a couch for a while, and then like you know in the green room area. And then you know like everybody was relieved that you were there. And then um, yeah, when it came to the show, it was like you know right before that was me, you, Christella, Nick, Guerra, and Jean Pompa. Or the professional. Yeah, it was like you pulled it together once it was time to pull it together, but it was it was shaky for sure. When you first got there, I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" I, I was wearing that's gonna go on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I have, dude, I know, I, I know, man. Oh yeah, a disheveled. For I, sure. I know, like I Ron. Like, I know, like Ron Burgundy when he was walking around drinking water, when he was drinking milk. And then when I come out and shit, I need I need a new ask, I need a newscaster. And then um, Danny Trejo looked at me and said, "Damn, you clean up good." <laughs> yeah, man, I, I forgot we did that show. That show was crazy. Yeah, man, that sh that money lasted me six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was glad for that show. I mean, like just the and like you know, I know it didn't air, and I wish it had, you know, or they had sold it. But um, you know, 
like I say, whenever people pay me, as soon as I get my money, I feel like our relationship is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't man. care time if stuff does air or whatever. Time for some leather pants. <laughs> That's funny, man. All that stuff I'm, I'm saying, you don't even do none of those stuff. Like, you don't wear leather pants. That's I have you. leather oh, pants, oh. but they're... Le- they're called chaps, Felipe. Chaps. I have chaps, too. I have, like, a couple different... Yeah, Rodrigo has chap lips. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. So you're all into that? That's, that's your thing? Do you ever, like... Do you ever, like, get freaky, like, the like freaky gay style with, with fucking strap-ons and leather and masochist shit like that? No, like What was chaps- that movie you saw, babe? With fucking... With, with fucking... With, um... Al Pacino. Oh, cruising. cruising. Yeah. That movie is a shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Did you see that movie? The kids said, that's what I want to be. Will you shut up? <laughs> I wasn't. Have you seen the movie, Rodrigo? No. Dude, you got to see the fucking it. movie, bro, with Al Pacino. He plays an undercover. What kid, bro? We're here with America's favorite fag. America, he plays like a gay dude. Like Solving a, crime, bro. Solving yeah. murder, right? I heard about it. But it's it. funny, man, how they pick him out out of the lineup of the other cops to pick him out. To be the, the undercover cop, the main cop goes, um, hey, um, but wh- wh- why, why are you picking me? Why? Because you look like a fucking faggot, that's why. <laughs> the way you fucking dress, the way you fucking walk, you're fucking perfect. And Al Pacino, like, all right, I'll fuck you, I'll do it. But that movie was hardcore, bro. That's just some hardcore fisting. You think that movie was fucking made for to be anti gay or pro gay? Well, I don't think it was anti. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was just... See, that's the problem with gay right? Or, like, even gay then, like, it's just, like, people want to clean it up too much, and that That facet does exist. You know what I mean? Like, there is the hardcore. Like, you can go to the fault line here in L.A. or the Eagle on certain nights. Sometimes the Eagle is kind of mainstream. Are you writing these down? No, I'm not. All right. But those those are, like, you know... You're crazy, the fault line. I'm like, damn. What happened with the fault line, bro? I got... Those are more like That was your fault, bro. <laughs> Those are more like the hardcore, you know. Like so, that does exist, you know that that kind of hardcore scene. And then, like you know, now I'm not dating anybody, but I don't. Um, I'm not into the leather scene, uh, you know. I, I have chaps dun, just dun, for dun, 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 club dun, clothes dun, dun, dun. when I was younger, but you know, you're so not I into that like Harley Davidson chap leather fuck Judas Priest gay guys like that. I would date a, a guy that like knows how to like. Work on muscle cars, live in a trailer. That kind of <laughs> <laughs> this fool, this, this fool. That's what I really I like. Want. I like how 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 you fucking like you, you're gay, but you, you you're also a comedian. You know how to fucking work at your advantage. Yeah, but this fool fixes cars. <laughs> and yeah, I want to. I'm like a, a, the next person I date. Well, even the last one that I was engaged to in Phoenix. That's one of the things I liked about him was like you know he admitted he was just white trash and you know like. It was, I liked it. I know how to make whistles. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Nuts. So, um, yeah, because a lot of people, when they say that, oh, man, Brokeback Mountain was hardcore now, man. You never seen cruising, motherfucker. <sighs> you never seen cruising. Brokeback Mountain, the problem I had with Brokeback Mountain is they were like, it was such a love story. And I was like, it was a spit fucking a tent. That's yeah. what happened. With, yeah. You know, there was nothing romantic about that to me. Like, even when they were like, it's passion. That. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I thought about Brokeback Mountain when, when I saw it with my dad, and my dad didn't get it. Why were you watching it with your dad? I want to fuck with him, right? <laughs> I just want to fuck with him, but my dad didn't see that they were gay. He just saw that, how come they're not working? 
I mean, these guys get hired to do a job. They're fucking around in that fucking tent clowning. <laughs> and you see, that's why America is fucked up because they let lazy cowboys <laughs> who just close, clown around and not do their pinchy job. My dad got furious watching that movie. Mira, cabrones, no están trabajando. Pinche huela de huevones. I hire you to do a job, and you're out here fucking each other. <laughs> it's like, you're get out here fucking each other. Well, here, Randy Quinn didn't get pissed off. They were getting pissed off. The fucking, while they were fucking, you saw that fucking fire sheep got killed, bro. <laughs> Damn. So what's up, man? I, you're not into all that gay shows? Like, you know, you don't, you're not into doing all gay shows? Or, or gay pride, all that, that's not part of you? No, you know? I, lo I would love to. Like, you yeah. know, and I plan to put together a gay show. I'm talking to a friend right now because there's a lot of gay comics that I really do respect. And that's what I was saying, like, uh, at the beginning. Like, like Joe Coy, right? <laughs> people don't get that, um, like, really, I'm very pro-gay and pro-LGBT, you know? I mean, like, I am. It's just... Uh, it's what just, does LGBT stand for? Sound like a fucking Marvel movie, man. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and then the Q is for questioning or queer. Isn't there on another one now, too, for hermaphrodites? That's the I, the intersex. See, I, I've been with intersex before. You're I, lying. I swear to God, though, it's another story, but we'll get, you gotta listen to that. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.